Welcome to the Book of Caleb, a space where you can say what you're really thinking. I'm your host, Lauren Caleb. Join me as I discuss how to manage and rationalize all of the things in a distracting world. From current happenings to wellness, beauty, diet, family, home, and more, laugh and learn something too. This is the Book of Caleb. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 45 of the Book of Caleb. Mike's turn to host, which I've titled Mike Freestyles because he just goes all over the place with this one. But it's good. It's on subject. It's the last podcast of the year. Somehow we have done 45 of these in 2020. And it's nice to reflect and have goals, you know, for the future, which you should have every week, not just the week before the end of the year. But let's summarize and move forward. Enjoy. He's ready now, folks. It's called being professional. You show up prepared. Episode 45. What's wrong? Oh, it's everything's wrong. It's Mike's turn to host. Welcome, Michael, to the Book of Caleb. 45, look alive, here we are, five alive. Now, I'll ask you this. You kind of mumbled your words there, so you asked me, am I ready to host? Of course I'm ready to host. I'm a professional. This is what I do. I show up every week, especially every fifth week, when I really bring it to the masses. I think we've got a big following here. I'm, I'm bringing it to the masses. Whether it's two of you listening this week, whether it's 200, whether it's 2,000, I'm going to put in 100% either way. Today, winter storm Ivy hit the central plains is what the National Weather Service likes to um, reference this part of the country known as Iowa. Which is absolutely absurd that they're referencing the Midwest as the central plains. Like who honestly refers to this section of the so United It's the Midwest. States. I've heard that means, right? You got yeah. the east, west, south, midwest. Yeah. Then sometimes you'll hear like, the Great Northwest? Is that what I'm talking about? Well, I, don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. The Great, there's a Southwest. When, you, when I say Southwest, you think Arizona, New Mexico. Yeah. That's uh, really all Nevada. that I think of. You think Nevada, true? Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, so it's just interesting. Yeah, Central Plains. Whatever. Okay, whatever. We got a bunch of snow today. We got about eight inches. You remember that girl on Jeopardy? It's a long running kind of highlight reel, maybe 20 years ago or so. The great late Alec Trebek, you know, he talks up to the guests a little bit, um, and he asks, "Oh, did you get any? Uh, did you get any snow on your wedding day?" Then she says, "I didn't get any on my wedding day, but I got eight inches on my honeymoon." <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Shut up! Shut you up! You would love that video. Lauren's, Link it in the notes. Lauren is all about that type of humor. She's very buttoned up in her professional work life, but she's got a sick, sick sense of humor, folks. People Always. that know her know that. Okay. Um, so the three people are listening. Anyway, know that. so yeah, we got about eight inches of snow last uh, last check at Des Moines International. Like I've always said, I don't mind it when I get eight inches. Okay, folks, here we go <laughs> off the rails already. But it looks like it's stopped now. Um, so I think we're through the worst of it. And um, yeah, you'll have that. It's uh, December in Iowa. Snow events like this have seemed to decrease. I remember this to be a regular happening um, growing up in the 90s, early 2000s. Last 10 years, and I don't know this for a fact, but I, I can guarantee you the average snowfall for the last 10 years compared to the previous 10, say 20 years, 30, 40% less. Hold up. Hold up. Michael, <laughs> you just, this is so absurd. <laughs> what you just said is, I don't know this for a fact, 
But I can guarantee you the average snowball is 30 to 40% less. It's going off memory. You yeah. can't just say that. We had more larger and more consistent snowfalls growing up. And we would have like snow on the ground for like all of winter. Now for the majority of winter, we don't have snow. We don't. On the, gr- on the Michael, ground. Michael, yes, we do. <sighs> okay, well, I'm arguing that fact. Um, and I don't know. I'll, I might have to link something in the show notes. I don't know. Of the average fo- snowfall totals. Um, this past decade compared to the previous decade or two. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to actually do that, complete that task or not, but I'm going to try to. Um, another thing that I also wanted to say that's changed in regards to winter storms, if you will, the naming of winter storms. They all have a name. This one had this one was Ivy. It's not just hurricanes. It's now winter storms, uh, winter conglomerates of any sorts has a name. This was specifically known as winter storm Ivy. I don't know if that sells more papers because I don't think it does, <laughs> but I don't know what that is all about. Michael, it's a snowstorm. Do we have to throw a name on it? Newspaper readership is declining. <laughs> it does not sell more newspapers. But when you had said that earlier, I was like, what? Did you just call this a snowstorm a name? I didn't yes. know that they were doing yes. that now. Yes, which means it's an alphabetical order. So the first storm of the year would have been there would have been an A. So winter I, storm Amanda. Oh, good God. Uh, so, yeah, this is like the 10th. I guess winter storm so far, um, and it's known as Ivy. Yeah, and the yeah. Great Plains tenth winter storm or the winter tenth no, winter storm um, in the United States. In the United States. Are you United kidding States. me? Yes, Michael. Okay, see, I knew it. And I don't know. The, you I, just said yes. No, <laughs> no. That's Cortland's favorite word. He likes to say no, 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 no. He likes to say five no, no's in no, a row. No, um, no. We just put him to bed. He was saying no, 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 but now he's sleeping. Um, Anyways, that wasn't a thing growing up. There were not named storms. What's the number one name storm for you growing up? See, a lot of people are going to say, and you might say this, Hurricane Katrina. Exactly. But what I say is Hurricane Andrew. (laughs) That's the one that I remember the most. Hurricane Andrew. That hit Florida. I want to say circa 93 or 94. Many letters before K. Well, exactly. That was the first hurricane of the season, obviously. 11. Um. And it was Hurricane Andrew. For me, that was the mob. Obviously, Katrina then comes along when I was in college. Yeah, you were too. Um, and that was huge. Just it was that went on. And it's the flooding of that one. It was a massive flooding that we had never seen before. Louisiana shaped kind of like a bowl to begin with. Oh, yeah. That displaced the Saints for that whole year. Um, not surprisingly. Then they came back the next year, um, if you remember this, and they had their first game back in the Superdome um, against the Atlanta Falcons. And, like, it was the beginning of the game. Falcons go three and out there punting. This guy's name, I, it came in my head. I'm glad I remember it because this is – you should link this guy, this play in the show notes. Steve Gleason comes around the corner, blocks the punt. Just that he was kind of a no-name special teams guy. Um, Saints got a touchdown. Saints recovered it. Saints kind of be kind – from that moment on, became this like kind of powerhouse NFC team. They did win one Super Bowl title in 09. I don't need to talk about how they cheated in the title game against the Vikings. Don't ever bring it up. <laughs> uh, so the Vikings clearly were the best team in the NFC that year. But anyways, they still won the Super Bowl in 09. That was kind of their jumping off point. So I do want to say, because Katrina was, I want to say, was I a senior in, um, in college? I want to say I was. So that would put me at 05. They graduated that next 06. So then the 06 year, they were displaced. Yeah, 07 is when that took place, I believe. Steve Gleason blocking that punt. And then that made them this good team. And by 09, they were winning Super Bowls. And the Saints are still a good team. They're probably going to be the two seed this year in the playoffs. Okay. 
big deal. Punt, Steve Gleason. Steve Gleason then developed <laughs> ALS. Um, he's like the face of ALS, at least for me. Um, and I remember the Ice Bucket Challenge, which was what? That was huge. Yeah. That was like five years ago. I mean, that raised how much money? Mm -hmm. um, and ALS is, I mean, you talk about all the horrible, disgusting diseases out there. That seems to be like the most terrifying one to me. Do you know what that acronym stands for? Um, ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease? No, I don't know. Okay. No, I don't. Oh, you don't either? <laughs> no. It's your, But your Not muscles slowly yeah, shut down. It's I, insane. Off the top of my head, I don't He is still alive. Remember. He's been, he's obviously wheelchair bound and he like speaks, he can't speak anymore. It's like through blinking and stuff like I, like that. But he still shows up at Saints games and stuff. Is he still alive? My goodness. I hope I'm right about that. Because um, if he passed, then bless his heart. But he was like, he's such a brave guy. He got sicker and sicker as it, as it progressed and they would always check up on him. Um... Steve Gleason, I believe he is still born, is a former hoop player, safety, undrafted. Yeah, so he's he's known for a block of a punt in an early 2006 game, so I was one year off, okay, which became the symbol of recovery in New Orleans. Yep, so that's Steve Gleason. He was number 37, um, which takes me to the number of the week. Uh, so, yeah, Steve Gleason is still alive, so, yeah, you know, he's an awesome dude. That was an awesome moment. That will always be remembered. I think they actually made a statue of him blocking that punt now, so he'll always be remembered even Aww. should he pass sometime here. Uh, but he's been fighting for a long time now, this ALS, and I think he's going to keep fighting it as best he can. Um, so, yeah, this is 45. This is kind of a cute, quick. I've already done this guy. Why, you say? First of all, there weren't a lot of 45s. That's why this guy, obviously so good. I'm just going to mention him again. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan came back out of retirement, came back as number 45. I was actually right? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I yeah. was just picking like out of a hat. Came back as 45, okay. They went to the playoffs, they were losing to Orlando Magic, they lost, it was one of the early games um, in that series to the Orlando Magic. Someone on the Magic said, oh, that wasn't number 23 out there, or that guy didn't look like number 23, referring to Michael Jordan, wearing 45, not looking like his old form, because he had been out of, you know, the game for two years. Next game returns, wearing number 23. 45 was dead. Back to his 23. Don't know how many points he showed up. He showed out that next game. They won that game. The Magic did beat the Bulls that series. Um, so there's that two-year gap. There's the three-peat. Jordan retires. He comes, comes back at the end of that second year. They make the playoffs, but they're not the same team. He's not the same player quite. But then he has that offseason, and then boom, he's back to 23 the next year. They rip off another three in a row. You know what they should do is do like a six-part documentary on the Bulls and air it on ESPN. But would they be able to get... You think they can condense the 10-episode documentary they've already done? Do <laughs> you want them to condense it into six? That's what you're telling me? Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll do oh. some phone calls. Sure. Uh, all right, yeah. yeah sure. See if we can just fast-forward oh. through a couple of those. That was so but, good. We, we talked about that all this summer. You know, we didn't... We had COVID going on in no sports, but... Uh, oh, but yeah. we don't have that going on now in well, no we, sports? We sell sports. Not all the sports, i.e. the bowl game the Hawkeyes were supposed to play in against Missouri was canceled. Tell me more about because that. Because Missouri didn't want to play the game, actually. Uh, if you ask me, they weren't that good. Iowa would have trounced them. Anyways, they allowed their team to go back for the holidays. What were they supposed to do, Michael? Like, no team, you got to stay here. Well, they got to stay here, I guess, because they just let them travel, and then obviously they came back, and people were testing positive. Missouri didn't have any intentions of playing the game, in my opinion. Um, that's my opinion. So they canceled it. There's been a few other kind of mid-tier bowl games that they've canceled none of the major games obviously have your two college football playoff games and none of the new year's day six games have been canceled and 
none of those teams, I'm pretty sure, sent their people back because they want to play in these high stake big time games which by the way iowa state's playing the fiesta bowl this year uh, against oregon so that's good for them that's is, on january 2nd actually is so. that still the tostitos fiesta bowl or have they transferred that over to the pace salsa pace picante <laughs> <laughs> no it's still the tostitos fiesta bowl it is you remember the most fem- most memorable tostitos fiesta bowl don't you absolutely not no you don't okay had one to do adrian peterson he played one year in college he played in the fiesta bowl they were upset. Adrian Peterson, Oklahoma Sooners, huge favorites against a non-Power 5 team. This is what kind of put non-Power 5 teams on the map. Remember this game? What a great game. Boise State Broncos upset the Oklahoma Sooners, who had a Hall of Fame running back, Adrian Peterson, on their team. Boise State didn't have any NFL players there at Boise State. Um, went to overtime. There was this memorable play. Uh, and then the guy who scored the game when he touched down then proposed to his cheerleader. I want to know if these people are still married to each other he proposed to her right after the game oh. and she said yes um it was like you know such a memorable match made in heaven moment are these two, hopefully these two are still alive they have a beautiful kids and life together i don't want it to be and divorced after you know seven years of marriage but there's like a 50 percent chance that that is the that's case that's what the statistics will tell you if you want to know it will be linked in the show notes we've okay so next week when we report record our podcast we'll have one more year under our belt assuming we make it till oh you and i anniversary date yeah as a relationship yeah january 3rd okay well january 3rd that is the date that will be seven years down and seven to go my Uh, goal is always 14 am i right about that okay oh then you'll review and we'll review we'll review we'll lay it out my get a little prenuptial post-nuptial agreement that's what that would be right a post-nuptial agreement people do that yes let's hear about the prenup i'm gonna do post-nup after 14 years maybe well Well, i hope you come to the table with something that i'd agree with you'll agree you'll agree i'm a natural negotiator you don't know that about me uh i'm gonna have to disagree with that (laughs) you know i've been saying about Cortland the last couple days i've been calling him Cortland the situation it just seems like a lot of things all right we got a situation (laughs) It's always involving Cortland the situation. That's going to be kind of my the name sitch. for him. The Sitch. Yeah, obviously this refers to Mike the situation, which, um, you know, we talked about we real world, road rules, the challenge, which we're still watching. It's still great. Um, but then post that, um, I guess, yeah, MTV had a lot of game changing shows. I, th- I thought Jersey Shore. It Hilarious. was real world on complete steroids and HGH, human growth hormone and any other um, performance-enhancing drugs. Because, yeah, Jersey Shore was, like, next-level, real-world um, Mike the Situation. <laughs> he was kind of the face. But then you look up, you look at Vinny, um, Polly D, big. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who's, the, who's the other guy? He seemed to be the Ronnie. Most, well, Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ronnie was thinking of. Then all the girls, you know, the meatballs. Um, who was the goofiest little short little... Snooki! Snooki. Come on! Her you name did. was Snooki. Yeah, <laughs> Snooki. Um, that that show that show's phenomenal. Snooki, Jay Wow, Jay Wow, yeah. Um, like Angelina, which Sammy I don't, Sweet, Sammy, Sammy Sweetheart. Was Angelina wasn't a part of the original, and neither was uh, neither was Dina or Deanna. Right. She she wasn't part of the original, which which is fine. They kind of. I think Angelina was a part of the original, but she like quit after two episodes. But then. then, and so they were all pissed and annoyed at her oh, initially because they blew up. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, they did. They did, and you know they've 
revamped and they still bring it back. I don't watch the the stuff now. I gave it a little bit of attention. It's not the same. They're like parents now. Yeah. Um, and it's different. Mike doesn't. It's nice Mike doesn't drink. Come. He doesn't even drink alcohol. He's sober, which brings me to maybe one of my next points here. Your another anniversary, um, Michael. Yeah, just had that two years. Not sober. I call it two years of just not drinking alcohol by choice. That's what I call it. N D A B C. That's what I call it. Okay. Um, not drinking alcohol by choice. Like Mike, the situation, he's sober. I don't know how many years now um, because he was an alcoholic. Um, okay. He may have been doing some other drugs recreation, recreationally as well. Um, but he has an issue. Other people that are sober, I feel like, you know, they have, which is not calling them out. It's great. They're sober. They pulled it together. That's even harder to stay sober. It really hasn't been that hard for me. I don't have this the drive or this demon or this addiction of alcoholism. Um, but it also is nice to kind of say, and there is a sense of accomplishment, I guess, two years sober. It's kind of a long time to not have a drink when I could have a drink. Any of those days, I could have had a drink, and I've chosen not to. That's crazy. I will say there are a lot more every three, four months that go by. There's much more non-alcoholics. These big companies are catching up with the times. And, yeah, they're producing good quality, delicious non-alcoholic beers. That is very interesting, right? Mm -hmm. And do you think that you would notice that if you were drinking? So that's what I, like, don't know. I don't think so. No way. They don't because a lot of my friends don't know that they have no idea like the lagunitas has the hop water and now they have this like that's an ipa an ipa an ip non a or something right they call it ipna ipna but it tastes just like their lagunitas ipa which they're um, famous for oh my gosh we need to get more of those those are so good um, budweiser has a budweiser zero there's obviously heineken zero um there's some craft ones, hairless dog, flying fish. There's 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 numerous ones out there. So um, that's also made it easier because I like to taste a beer. And yeah, I will definitely drink those, you know, every they, weekend. If they not seriously are really that. good and refreshing. They are good. Um, so that's that. So me in the situation, I guess he's sober and I'm not drinking by choice. Um, anyway, so yeah, how Portland, the situation. How long, sorry, what? how long are you going to not drink by choice? Is that I don't know, I think I'll go, go, maybe I'll go to a 40, maybe on my 40th I'll have a nice uh, whiskey or, uh, you know, aged scotch, uh, something like that. That's, that's my plan. My 40th I'll have a nice drink, but it might, I don't think I'll keep drinking, I don't, I don't know. It feels good not to drink, we'll see. Yeah. I've personally enjoyed yeah. that you're not drinking just because it's like, Makes it when easier you, for you probably. drink, you know, now your thing is you act hungover when you have too much sugar. Oh, no, but we'll get into that, too. Go ahead. Well, okay, so. And you were going to say something about Cortland and the situation. Cortland and the situation, just, you know, he's coming up on the twos, so he has his moments. Whenever he's having a moment, we go, oh, well, we got a situation. <laughs> Cortland, Cortland, the situation, yeah, right over there. He's screaming. There's lots of situations. About, yeah, lots of situations with Cortland. So it's just very, very appropriate. Um, but uh, we love we love Cortland's situation. So um, <laughs> do your thing, Cortland. He just does his thing. He's going to keep doing his thing. And uh, he got caught up in all of his DTAP immunization shots. He was one behind. I took him in yesterday, got him caught up. And he had about three or four situations while we were there. <laughs> but we got through it. Oh, my God. <laughs> my God. <laughs> uh, Tell me about those a little bit. Well, just trying to get him on a scale to weigh him. He thought we were pulling each one of his hairs out of his head one by one. Um, 
obviously the shots are gonna have a reaction sure yeah. yeah and he knew they were coming he knew when we pulled up to the building that this is the place where he gets his shots so how does he yeah. even know that he's smart Cortland, the situation he's very very smart yeah very good memory Aww. um he's a good boy so moving on to something i don't know what it was well I you were gonna mind. talk about your sugar that you have diabetes well sure no so very clear-minded right now haven't had any coffee last two days haven't had any carbs probably 15 to 20 carbs the last day which is very low um and it's been carbs from whole foods such as vegetables and halo top ice cream that i you had were a couple bites night. of halo top keto series keto series <laughs> so that's net carbs of only six per serving okay okay um not, nothing like that today Anyways, still two, two days, um, energy back up, sustained energy throughout the day, mental clarity, uh, brain fog decreased because Christmas came. This was kind of a Christmas week, eating the Christmas cookies. I think it was uh, Sunday. Your parents had a bunch of Christmas cookies. I was, I was eating the Christmas cookies, popped five or six, eating Christmas candy, Sour Patch Kids Skittles. Come 730, we're down in the basement playing around, and all of a sudden, oh, man, getting foggy, kind of getting a little bit lightheaded nauseous feelings what i was getting i wanted i had some sort of a diabetic deal for about 15 minutes and i knew it was because i just trounced myself with all of these sure probably probably on between christmas eve definitely christmas eve christmas the day after it was a three-day stretch probably banking two three maybe more of carbs and a lot of processed sugar involved in these carbs it's, my body finally said no no mike end it on sunday so i had a little 15 minute situation got lightheaded kind of laid on the ground for a little bit Slowly kind of passed, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, all right, I'm railing it back in this week. Getting off the carb train. Getting back on if you want to say keto-like. Uh, we'll see how long it goes. So then I see you yesterday, and yeah. you hadn't said anything oh. to me. And I was like, are you all right? And you had seemed like lightheaded or something, Michael. You're like, yeah, I haven't had any carbs today. I'm like, you have an eating disorder. Coming out of it, coming out of it that first day, coming off of it, yeah, you know. I still feel better, but yeah, um, there's a little bit of a transition that takes place. Michael, if... And all I needed to do was salt. So what I did, I went for the cupboard, got some Redmond salt, dumped it on my tongue. That's what I do. Bam. It was an electrolyte situation. I had lost too many electrolytes. People don't realize you were losing a ton of electrolytes, especially when you cut your carbs. Uh, your liver just starts flushing everything out. Um, and you lose uh, all your electrolytes in that process. And electrolytes, for me... And for everyone, that's what you need to function. You think you're tired. You think you need some caffeine or go to electrolytes first so just and go, then get back to me. Go to a salt bag and lick it. Yeah. And a lot of these animals in nature, like they search out salt. They search out salt. Forget like salt. I don't know. Salt licks. Salt licks. Yeah. Those are there's a reason for that. They're not dumb. They need that to be at their best. Michael. <laughs> The cows, like they give horses and cows salt okay. licks. Oh, well, there you go. And I don't know the reason why, other than there's just not enough salt in their other their diet. They need, uh, well, no, they just need salt. And everyone, salt's got a bad rap. It shouldn't have. Um, salt's key, and salt is king. All right, so am I getting a little salty? Yeah, this is awful. No, I think no, it's it good. good. People are people, people are people are loving it. I feel like. So the Hawkeyes got canceled. The Viking season was over a long time ago. They had a pitiful Christmas Day performance, but uh, the entire defense is injured, so I'm going to let it slide this year. Um, Packers, Chiefs, Super Bowl. Mm, hold the phone. Buffalo Bills right now look like they could take out the Chiefs. 
You want me to hold the phone? Hold the phone. We have a phone call coming in. Um, Chiefs have been kind of just messing around, winning some of these games, these close games against teams they should be killing. Buffalo, meanwhile, is destroying everyone. Um, Do I still think Buffalo's going to be? No, I don't. I think it's going to be Kansas City. And the NFC, it looks like Green Bay right now. Um, We'll see. But that, yeah, right now, if I had to pick a Super Bowl, which isn't going on a limb by any means, Chiefs. Packers, but it's going to be a fun playoffs this year. It's the first time where each conference has seven teams that allows for one extra playoff game on Wild Card Weekend, which is fun. So there'll be three games on each day instead of just two. I know you're excited about that. It's a lot of football to take in. <laughs> that's on New Year's Day, is what you said? No, no, no. That's the first round of playoffs. New Year's Day is the two college football playoffs. I'm talking about the Wild Card Weekend for the NFL, which is not this weekend, but next. Oh, good. Yeah, so uh, it's all kind of lining up nice. A lot of football here coming Speaking up. of the weekends and the holidays and stuff, the way it oh, has yeah. fallen this year, and you're talking about diet and stuff, I mean, it's, yeah, it's like there was like four days of holidays is what it felt like. Yes. Because of the eve and then the actual holiday and mm-hmm. then the two weekend days. Yes. Which is happening all over again with New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Yep, And exactly. then Saturday and Sunday, right? Correct. Second, it's all third. the same, yeah. Yeah. New Year's Eve's Thursday, New Year's Day's Friday, then Saturday, Sunday, yeah. second, and third. So I feel like you could get really off track, especially if like you're um, wanting, you know, your New Year's resolution to be diet related, fitness, health, whatever oriented, which it should not be diet related. Your New Year's Eve resolution should not be like I want to lose weight this year. It cannot be like that direction. No. Like because come on, that's what everyone chooses and you need to like choose more of like no i want to be healthy like i want to have like constant healthy habits that i enjoy that i'm not thinking about that i'm not preoccupied with like that should be your resolution is like wellness wellness self-care like wellness can be enjoyable um i.e i think i feel like i say i.e a lot example being infrared sauna use which we've done multiple times now over at Omaha location. Um, there needs to be something here in Des Moines, and I think we're going to bring that to the Des Moines, West Des Moines market. Michael, do hold, you the, have- hold the phone, as I just said earlier, on that one. But infrared sauna, the benefits of that are countless. Whatever you're looking to do, um, wellness-wise, an infrared sauna will achieve that for you. It's, it's next level. It's fantastic. Wow, what a good idea, Michael. That's funny. Well, I don't know if it's funny or not, but uh, you'll be hearing a lot more like we're hinted at, and I I guess I'll tell you more. Should we as wait till next episode in 2021, the first book of Caleb episode 2021? Yeah, we'll get into it in a little more detail. We'll sure. have to have yes, we will. a special announcement. Yes, there we go. There we go. I like that teaser. Mm-hmm. It's a great teaser. Is that all you got, Mike? I'm just a big tease in general. No, I don't say that's all I have. Um, there must be more to the story of the book of Caleb. What chapter? Is this chapter 45? Each one of these is a chapter yes. of our lives. Um, it is interesting because, yeah, this has been a fun, interesting, difficult, challenging chapter in the history of the world, really. Mm-hmm. COVID. Um, still taking place. Still progressing. They did sign a relief bill. They came together and one. Trump did sign it. And it's going to be the $600 stimulus. There was back and forth. The House was like, okay, Trump, you want 2000 Great. The House run by Democrats said, yeah, we'll pass. We'll, we're all for $2,000, um, which I fully support as well. I feel like most people do. Um, but then the Senate run Republican 
led by Mitch McConnell, said no. They shot that down. So, so then it how does it work? To- like it can only go to the president if both, like the House and the Senate, pass it. Correct. Yeah. So then, but if one of them doesn't, then it doesn't. Doesn't make it through. Yeah. Can so, the Senate pass something first and then it go to the House, or does it has to be at the House first, then goes to Senate, then goes to President? I don't remember my American history as much as I should. So <laughs> it's called American government. government, the history of the American government. Yeah, I don't recall the order. Who signed the documents back in the day? Benjamin Franklin and Teddy Roosevelt. The documents. Sure, sign uh, these documents here. John Hancock signed them. <laughs> Herbie Hancock. What? Tommy Boy, come on. Michael, please. All right. So anyways, so I guess you saw somewhere these direct deposits may be coming out or sent out as early as tomorrow. I think tonight. The Treasury said that they hmm. like could possibly go out tonight and tomorrow. Hmm, interesting. OK. Now, when it comes to COVID, I guess the number I don't it's kind of, like you know, exhausted at this point. Um, it seems like things are still not good. Blowing up. Blowing up um, all over. But there also may have been a rise in false positives. Have you heard about false positives in in regards to the coronavirus? What is a false positive? No, no, no. I've heard of false positives. I had not heard about false negatives. False negatives. Until yesterday. Well, there's false positives or... Blew a gasket. Hypothetical false negatives. Wouldn't that just be hypothetical? There's no way. False negative... That's unbelievable. And so then is there there's false negatives and true positives, correct? The truth hurts, I think, <laughs> for some of these people. Um, and I, I, I don't know. There's no such thing as a false positive. That can't be a thing. False positive? Or no, a false a negative. A false negative. Yeah, oh, man, it's so this confusing. Is tricky. Yeah, there can't be a thing as a false negative. I mean, what? <laughs> you, you took so, a test and it came back negative, but, but that was a false had, negative. Yeah, it was you a false it. negative because you had it. The whole time. Allegedly. And that's that's why the Hawkeyes aren't playing in a bowl game. I don't know. Just the testing. It's just the testing of healthy people who show no signs. Um, that are coming up positive. That's fascinating to me. Yeah. And then there's contact tracing. Like the Browns last week, all the wide receivers were there on the close contact list or whatever of someone who who tested positive positively. As opposed to negatively. Uh-huh. Um, so they couldn't play. And then the Browns ended up losing to the Jets, which will probably derail their season. They probably won't make the playoffs now. Um, well, actually, I saw the Steelers aren't going to play a lot of the starters. The Browns still might make the playoffs. Don't hold my feet to the fire on that one. Um, but the contact tracing, the people that aren't sick, I, I don't I don't agree with. I don't agree with that, especially with people who don't have symptoms. I don't there's never been anything in history that I know of. You don't have symptoms you're not sick but we're still gonna test you and then if you're positive we're gonna hide you you in the room exactly i don't i don't get that like human beings are all walking and teeming with viruses um so that we're not testing for that we're not tested for so it's just it's the whole thing's been nuts to me um well i'm not gonna use that term but uh (laughs) the term was overkill which i thought was a interesting yeah term to use but see, so. it's just like, I can't, I don't know, because I do believe it's a real thing, obviously, and people are getting sick from it. 
and being hospitalized from it. There are other things factored into how sick they get, however, and if they die. Correct. Yes. Yes. But it is affecting that. Like, I accept all of that to be true. Do you? Sure. I do. <laughs> sure I do? Sure I do or sure I, sure I do? Sure I do. It's, it's tricky. Um, but anyways, false negatives. That's just a falsehood. A false negative. Yeah, that is a new term. And, uh, you know, if we're having false negatives in the mix now as well, then the reliability of a test would be zero. <laughs> point zero. Zero point zero, right? Because you can have your your true negatives, your false negatives, your false positives, and your true positives. There's four things that can happen now when you take a test. That's wild. <laughs> and we don't, you know, the so a one in four chance that it's right. Depending on your blood type. <laughs> I I will be curious to see how that all plays out, too, with like more data mm -hmm. and like if they're able to figure out, you know, that certain types of humans in a way, like in terms of like blood type or something, I think that fat ones didn't become okay. ill or severely ill from it. Typically, like there was just a rare incidence of people with certain characteristics lifestyles, whatever, and none of those people ended up dying from COVID, even though they tested positive, truly, true positives. Well, I'm going to go ahead and leave everyone with that. <laughs> right. Good one, Michael. I appreciate This you. is the last one of the year. It is the last one of the year. We're closing. We've done 45 episodes in 2020. And I guess we'll be on pace to do 56 then in 2021. How many weeks are in here? I guess we'll be on pace to do 52 in the year 2021. If we keep it up, Mike. Uh -huh. And so then we will have our 100th episode in 2022. 22. Correct. If I do the math right. Or we can just double it up and make the 100th episode next year at this time. You can just shorter ones. Like they're short 10 minute podcasts. Yeah. Like, I, I've seen those. We'll have to do a couple solos. Mike solo. Yeah. Court the Sitch sure. solo. Mm -hmm. Me doing my own solo. And then we'll come up with the other ones. Okay. Sounds like a great... Uh, we'll have to do 55 next year. All right, great. Great well, times ahead of us. Thanks for coming to the show, Michael. Glad I can make it with all this snow. Like I said, I always love seeing eight inches. I will work on that. All right. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And wash your hands. And wash your hands.